And how was your um, Christmas? It was good. I mean, we didn't see any family, you know, whatsoever. <laughs> because oh, that's why it was good, probably. <laughs> it was very relaxed, you know. Um, we may catch up with some of them uh, this week, but no. I mean, it was fine. Um, <clears throat> my wife never tested positive, never got sick. Oh, that's good. So, yeah, it's just me. Um, so you have to excuse me. I may start coughing a little bit. I've still got like this little annoying sort of after effect sort of cough. But um, other than that, it's good. Did you have to travel much for the holidays or no? No. Perth's so far away from everything else that you like really. This doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, unless you've got family that, that lives in different parts of Australia, we all just stay here. Um, like what's yeah, the closest so... Capital city. Yeah, to Perth. What's the closest, um, like, big sister or brother city? I guess it'd be Adelaide, but I wouldn't even call Adelaide, like, Adelaide basically like another Perth. It's not like a really big capital city, and that's about, it's the serial killer capital of the world, Adelaide, apparently, um, really? or murder capital of the world, in terms huh. of, like, population or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, they even had a whole, like, tourism joke about it with the guy that played Dexter. I'm like, that's a really odd um, tourism ad. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's about, I think, a three-hour flight. Um, and then to get to, like, Sydney or Melbourne, which I guess would be, like, the places that most people know um, mm-hmm. about when they think of Australia, that's, like, a four-and-a-half-hour flight, at least five-hour flight. All right. Yeah, far away. <laughs> and, like, a, a week drive if you are going to drive. And that would be going over the desert, like, as well. So you'd have to, like... <laughs> You wouldn't want to do that drive unprepared. I got you. Are you from like Perth originally? Yes, I've never left <laughs> except to travel. I've never lived anywhere else, unfortunately. Um, I don't know if I'm built for other places. <laughs> True, like I, don't, I think Austin was probably the, the Austin was the only place that I felt like when I visited. I was like, I could live here. I think like that. This isn't. This kind of gives me like a mild, comfortable vibe. Like some of the other places I visited are just too busy. New York, mm. someone told me I'm too nice for this place. I'm like, okay. I didn't realize you had to be a cunt to live in New York, but apparently that's. <laughs> <laughs> some random stranger just decides to tell me that. I'm like, okay. Who is it? It's me. Hurry up. It's freezing. Iris, open the door or I swear I'm going to take a leak all over your front. You're not Iris. Or if you are, I'm much drunker than I realised. I'm sorry for my profanity. I wasn't expecting uh, you. (laughs) No, I wasn't expecting you either. Uh, Nevertheless, may I just... Oh, yeah, of course, sure. You had to... Yeah. I'm Graham. Iris's brother. Oh, brother. Um, I, well, I'm Amanda Woods. I'm staying here. Amanda Woods? Is that all one word? <laughs> no. No, it's not. Oh. So, Iris is... Where is, um, where is she? Uh, she didn't tell you? She could have done it. But, uh... As previously <laughs> stated, I'm the... Uh, I've just, I've been on the... Uh... 
She's in Los Angeles. That's not possible. Iris never goes anywhere. <laughs> we have that in common. Uh, no, she listed this cottage on a home exchange website and I found it. We uh, switch houses for two weeks for the holiday. She's in LA at my house and I'm here. People actually do that? Apparently, yeah. I mean, it seems. <laughs> here I am in my pajamas. She did ring me last night. I didn't get a chance to get back to her. Oh, I feel awful now. Would you mind if I sat? I feel like I might bump into you. Sure, yeah, you sit. Oh. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry about the intrusion. Oh. Although I may not appear it, I am in fact Iris's semi-respectable big brother. <laughs> but on the rare, or lately not so rare, occasion that I frequent the local pub and get inordinately pissed, my little sister puts me up so I don't get behind the wheel. Mm. Pathetic explanation. But unfortunately, it's become a bit of a routine. So how's it going so far? I mean, up until I showed up and ruined your night. Well, it's, um, it's, it's not going so great. Yeah, I'm leaving tomorrow on a noon plane. Oh. When did you get here? Um, about six hours ago. <laughs> We've made a great impression on you. I, well, I, I even just, if I'm passing someone on the street, I will smile mm -hmm. and say hello. That's just who mm -hmm. I am. Like, and a lot of people like that here. Um, so you yeah, you could fit in. In Kentucky, you'd be fine. There you go. All right. You've got a spare <laughs> room because I've got nowhere to stay. <laughs> I'm staying at someone else's, a friend of mine's house at the moment, um, which is actually nice to have. Uh, this is the first time I've recorded and I'm actually sitting at a table and I have space around me rather than just in the little cramped corner of my mum's gym room. There we go. <laughs> so maybe I'll sound more intelligent uh, in this one, but I, I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it because I actually, I'm thinking to myself, which one are we going to record? Because I don't even remember any of the movies. Uh, okay, so I wanted to start with uh, Violent Night, but what okay. I really <laughs> wanted to talk with you about, because I'll just, uh, spoiler alert, did not really give a shit about Violent Night, <laughs> even as I was watching it. <laughs> um, what I really want to talk with you about is, as I was sick and we were, you know, ex exchanging pleasantries and movies we'd watched, um, I felt like I, well, I didn't really twist your arm, but I felt like I had an improper influence on your holiday watching by having you watch The Holiday, and I'm most interested in... See, that shocks me. I thought you're probably really going to hate Cameron Diaz. You're going to, you well, may like give Kate Winslet a pass, but Cameron Diaz, you're going to despise. <laughs> is this, is this going to be included or is this yeah, just for yeah, your benefit? Oh, okay. All right. Well, both. I mean, it really, it's, it's, it's all for my benefit. <laughs> um, for your benefit. <laughs> well, I only I only watched both of these films for your benefit. I mean, Jesus right. Christ, you, mm -hmm. um, yeah, the, you really can twist my arm. Um, considering I usually don't like to listen to what men say, um, <laughs> I, I actually really liked. I don't know, maybe it was the mood I was in. You know, it was it was. All right. I felt like watching. I did feel like watching something sort of holiday ish, and. I haven't seen Love Actually, and that's always the one that I think I should watch it. I should watch it this year. But when you suggested the holiday, I just thought, oh, it's not as 
um, I guess it's not the thing that everyone says, or at least not here in Australia, that everyone's like shocked that you haven't seen. Like all my friends are shocked when I say I haven't seen Love Actually. So I thought maybe I've got a better chance of, of enjoying this one. So I'll put it on. And I actually found it on, I don't have access to my usual streaming stuff here, but it was on Stan. And first I was like, this is a Nancy Myers movie? I didn't even know. Like, so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, settle in, Bernadette, open up that second bottle of rosé. This is going <laughs> to, this has just piqued my interest. <laughs> and yeah, I would say if there's a week, if there was a thing that occasionally grated on me, it was Cameron Diaz's performance. Um, but I also think that kind of fit with her character. Maybe it was just a tiny bit over the top at times. Um, as I said to you, this has to be one of the, is it maybe it's a Nancy Myers thing, but why are people dancing spontaneously and so stupidly? Like that scene with her dancing to the killers and Mr. Brightside, I was like, oh dear, oh dear. Like, <laughs> I have a um, so I have a podcast called uh, Trilogy in Theory, and I've not been able to twist the arm of my co host on that show, uh, but for about two years now, I have suggested we do a trilogy in theory centered around Cameron Diaz singing atrociously and unnecessarily in films starting with thing in that no. <laughs> how you know i don't know if that one is i don't i and you know I've Although i actually, guess that's kind of like three of them doing it so it's no it's not just her yeah totally, so i was thinking of starting with my best friend's wedding where it's like used oh, yeah. as like a one of the many evil plots of julia roberts is <laughs> let's get cameron diaz to sing and then her fiance will break up with her because she's yeah. terrible <laughs> and instead she's you know she wins over the crowd with her awfulness um, I can't remember. Oh, Vanilla Sky is the, the middle course, chapter. Yes. Where... I actually love her in that movie. I think that's her best performance. Oh, she's ever. great. Like, I love that movie. Although the, the biggest um, problem with it is you have to be rich Tom Cruise to get yeah. that plot in motion. Because me, yeah. as just an everyman, I'm like, Cameron Diaz wants to fuck me and bring me chicken soup? Oh, this is, <laughs> I'm living the dream. Like, Jesus Christ, how, <laughs> how did I get so lucky? She wants <laughs> yes. to me while I drive. And I have a car. Who cares? No, there there would be no braiding because I would just be like, "You are a goddess. You are a saint. You're perfect. There, there's there's no need to drive me off a bridge. I'm fine." But in that film, she does make him listen to her CD of her singing. So I'm like, "There's a trend in films where filmmakers think you're really pretty, but we're going to give you, you know, your kryptonite is going to be your inability to sing." And because I felt like Nancy real, Myers that- was just touching on that tradition. Yeah. That's what, 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 you know, what men's pants care about, whether a woman sings well or not, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's like the top of the list of sexual uh, uh, interests. Can you sing a ballad? Oh, well, then sorry, I'm not getting hard for you. Goodbye. Mm-hmm, I'm going on to mm-hmm. Pe- uh, Penelope Cruz. Um, but actually, the thing is, in this, what what makes it so uncomfortable, the dancing, her her singular dancing and singing, and then at the end when they're all dancing together, is that it actually is so what white people would do dancing. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's not what we, when we see people dancing on, on screen, it's so like choreographed to actually look good usually. But both of those were like, oh, shit, that's what I'd be doing if I was like in a romantic relationship and someone had a video camera and I was like, Let's just get up. I've been to be weddings like, with yeah, yeah. a drunk white person. I've, you know, I've seen some version. Well, we don't, of we don't this. want to believe that's what we actually look like. You know, to me, yeah. I love yeah. dancing, and to me, when I dance, it's like dirty dancing. Like basically, in, uh, okay. I like to imagine that I'm Jennifer. Mm. Gray. <laughs> I'm Jennifer Grey, and whoever I'm dancing with is 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 um 
Patrick Swayze and we're just like enthralling the crowd when in reality I would look exactly like the people in this. No, I'm a, I'm a child of uh, must-see TV and I remember Elaine's little kicks on Seinfeld and I'm like, that's what oh, yeah, you're going to yeah, look yeah. like. <laughs> that's, yes, so but even <laughs> I that, does it well, you know, like it's kind of like it's got a rhythm to it. It's got, There's no rhythm <laughs> in this movie. And do you know what it is? Because, and, and even though I enjoyed the film, because I actually I thought it was genuinely funny and, and romantic in a sense. I love the, I do like the Kate Winslet stuff more just because I think I can, re- Betty can relate to that unre- uh, unrequited love thing. That's kind of just been my entire life. Um, or, you know, few romantic relationships I've had always started off unrequited and, you know, eventually maybe sometimes turned into a real thing, but very rarely. Uh so I could relate to that. I hope that. not with the Even... terrible gift giving, though. The the guy that uh, is like, oh, you got me something. I must have left yours in the car. Let me, you know. Uh, and, and... Yes, yes. I would have spent, I'm the type, as soon as I saw her, him open the book, I thought, oh, she's gone and found some sort of first edition that probably cost her a fortune. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he hasn't got her anything or, or yep. he's going to be like, your gift is here and unzip his pants or something like, you know. <laughs> No, it's not going you, to be you the definitely same went with the uh, the Violent Night version of the holiday there, where he just pulls his dick out. <laughs> Why am I attracted to a person I know isn't good? I happen to know the answer to this because you're hoping you're wrong, and every time she does something that tells you she's no good, you ignore it, and every time she comes through and surprises you, she wins you over, and you lose that argument with yourself that she's not for you. Exactly. And on top of that, there's the old standby. I can't believe a girl like that would actually be with a guy like me. You know what she said to me tonight? She said she finished in Santa Fe after two days and has been staying with whatever his name was, which means she's been right here in town. Which means when I spoke to her this morning on her cell and she said, I'm looking out my window and it's snowing. She was in Santa Monica. (sighs) What did she do, go to weather.com? That must have made them both scream with laughter. And in the meantime, I sent her Christmas gift to Santa Fe yesterday. I stood in line at FedEx to make sure she got it on time. Ugh, classic, right? Look, I don't want to ruin your Christmas Eve. You don't have to listen to this. It's okay. I like the company. So how about some food? Shall I make us a little Christmas fettuccine? Sure. Listen, I know it's hard to believe people when they say, I know how you feel. But I actually know how you feel. You see, I was, um, seeing someone back in London. We work for the same newspaper. And then I found out that he was also seeing this other girl, Sarah from the circulation department on the 19th floor. Turned out that he wasn't in love with me, like I thought. What I'm trying to say is I understand feeling as small and as insignificant as humanly possible. And how it can actually ache in places that you didn't know you had inside you. And it doesn't matter how many new haircuts you get or gyms you join or How many glasses of Chardonnay you drink with your girlfriends. You still go to bed every night going over every detail and wonder what you did wrong or how 
you could have misunderstood. And how in the hell for that brief moment you could think that you were that happy? And sometimes you can even convince yourself that he'll see the light and show up at your door. And after all that, however long all that may be, you'll go somewhere new. And you'll meet people who make you feel worthwhile again. And little pieces of your soul will finally come back. And all that fuzzy stuff those years of your life that you wasted. That will eventually begin to fade. But yeah, so I, I, liked, I liked the Kate Winslet stuff, even though as if someone's not going to be in love with Kate Winslet, like, come on. What? That's kind of rough, I mean, she's so it? gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, like, she's, uh, in, in the holiday, you know, I guess the comparison is to uh, Cameron Diaz, um, who's... Hotter than Cameron Diaz. <laughs> yeah, I've always, you know, I've, uh, I mean, we're not talking about the Vanilla Sky version of Cameron Diaz, who is, yeah. uh, who is, you know, the, no one can can surmount that that the uh, the chicken soup and I mean, the you know fucking hell, man, you've got a real thing for crazy women. I got to say, I bet a yeah. million dollars your yeah. wife is the furthest thing from crazy there ever is, and she's like, so she's really smart and polite and sane. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> so, actually. Like, more- She's definitely more Kate Winslet in the holiday. She's yeah, definitely yeah, more so, just like a your, nice person. Mm-hmm. Your like weird fantasy is the exact opposite, like the insane. <laughs> mm. Yes, yes. <laughs> you never actually really want that because, uh, you know. <laughs> well, I don't want to be driven off a bridge, you know. I don't no, just for saying. You like the idea of it, just for, just for like funsies, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, in some sort of alternate reality, you know, my, I guess, crazy Cameron Diaz has a podcast that she wants me to listen to. And I'm like, yeah, it was pretty good. Think about it. In Vanilla Sky, if Vanilla Sky was made now, she wouldn't be making him listen to her sing. It would be making her listen to a podcast. (laughs) Because I'm actually, I might be going on a date with someone next week that I met on a dating app, right? And I've mentioned to him multiple in this very, you know, boring conversations. Let's hope you never actually listen to this now. I've mentioned that I do a podcast and I'm so annoyed he hasn't asked for the link. Like, sorry, but this is, I feel like if you really want to impress me, mate, if you want me to turn up to this date, you would have asked, what's the podcast called? I... Even even if you didn't actually listen to it, you just like, you know, seem interested enough. Well, to... <laughs> I can't understand that because um, I, I somehow managed to avoid the sort of online dating world. Um, but if I was in that, racket i would information would be gold to me so it's like if someone is basically saying here are my thoughts recorded and i can have access to them i I would want access to those thoughts like what is the conversation going to be like with this person so to me that just shows kind of laziness not most you know we don't need to download just let's be real benedict he's probably just looking to get laid does not care about (laughs) (laughs) all your thoughts or your voice If I told him I did an OnlyFans, then maybe he'd be like, what's the link? <laughs> <laughs> but would he ask for like the free preview or something? Would he actually like pony up a, a buck or two? I don't, I don't know how that works but, either. But he, little does he know. See, he's probably thinking that, well, you know, he, little did he, does he know that if he did listen to it, all I talk about is dicks and sex on this podcast. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's barely even about movies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, when it's good. <laughs> yeah. Although we were, I think we were on top of uh, Parasite. I think we showed Parasite the proper respect. 
You did. Actually, I actually listened to that yesterday because I was curious because I didn't remember that we even did Parasite. <laughs> and so I was in the good. pool. I was in the pool and I was like, because uh, it's summer here. And I was like, I've been bored of listening to music. I was like, what should I listen to? And then I was like, oh, maybe I'll just listen to it. And I was like, oh my God. It was good. It was a good chat. But I was like, I sound like a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you're not openly uh, uh, displaying your ego like I do. I'm, I'm like, uh, I'll listen to one movie podcast that's not my own, and I'm like, God, this yeah. is fucking trash. I'm going to listen to myself like, again. I want to yeah, listen like, to one. <laughs> See, I haven't got the cool, like, you, you can tell that you record a lot because, I know, your your voice is smooth and no interruptions. <laughs> I sound like I've got Alzheimer's half the time. Like, <laughs> hey, uh, what? Like, <laughs> what are, repeating the same words over and over. <laughs> Maybe if we do this, <laughs> if we do this more well, often, I'll get a little bit more slick. With my uh, communication stuff. I mean, the other depressing thought is I've been doing this for uh, like eight years, you know, yeah. going on nine so years. I had a so long break, that's... so I'm, oh. you know, not not used to uh, trying to sound more professional. Um, I'll, I'll be a little professional other, here. Sorry. Go yeah. ahead. The other thing with the holidays, sorry, but I, I actually have many thoughts. So oh, Good. All right. You're being professional. <laughs> is, good. No, no. The, the only thing I, I also wanted to bring up is I'm I'm – it's a testament, I think, to the setting, the idea of the film, which is ingenious, really, like in terms of like it's like a body swap, but house swap, you know, mm. and relationship swap. Everything about it is, yeah, is, is genius. The, all of the people in their individual roles, I love the old guy as well. I, that's actually my favourite part, the relationship between Kate Winslet and the older gentleman. Um, that's her neighbor. When she's so Eli Wallach, is that the actor's name? And, I, I think so. And like his connection yeah. to Hollywood and stuff. So you kind of have that like uh, movie references within. Um, I love when, you know, films reference <laughs> other movies. Um, so I've, and, and visiting a blockbuster and Dustin Hoffman was, that was classic. I was like, this is great. Um, so all the actors I think are actually perfect for their roles. I never find Jude Law attractive at all. I've never understood how he was able to cheat oh, on so many women. even here? Oh, in here, but he, is that here? I actually do find him quite. Showing up at your doorstep, and, drunk in the middle of the night, yeah. just like, oh, and then like he has on. sex with you like, immediately. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. fantastic! <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just that, you know, I'm not quite myself right now. I I came here on a stupid whim. Honestly, I've never thought about anything less. It's very unlike me. Would you like something to drink? Glass of water, tea, wine, maybe. I think there's a bottle of brandy. Fancy a glass? Sure. Good. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I totally blanked. I've forgotten your name. Amanda. So, Amanda, you're not married, are you? Why do I look not married? No, it was just a backwards way of asking if you were married. No, not at all. Don't know what that means. Um... <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not married. <laughs> Me either. There you go. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. <laughs> Doing the horrible if I stay. I'll be gone before you even wake up. I promise you will never lay eyes on me again. Oh. Uh, no, that's fine. <laughs> sure. Thank you. Let me just get you a blanket. <laughs> In the cupboard. On top of the Scrabble. Ah. <laughs> so, why is it you aren't 
um, quite yourself at the moment? Uh, well, I, um, I just broke up with someone <laughs> yesterday. Ah. And I guess what I was feeling was that I didn't want to be alone over the holidays. And I thought that if I was somewhere else that I wouldn't realize that I was alone. But then I got here and I've never felt more alone in my life. Big surprise. Bet you're glad you knocked on this door. I am, actually. Yeah, well, <laughs> sorry and uh, good night. Sweet dreams. Oh. Do you think you could, um, <laughs> would you mind trying that again? of a personal crisis and um, I find myself in a total stranger's home in yeah. a town that I can't actually remember the name of and considering that you showed up and you're like insanely good looking and really drunk and probably won't remember me anyway um, I'm thinking we should have sex if you want is that a trick question And not that this matters, but I've never said anything like that in my entire life before. <laughs> Just that this whole knowing that I'll never see you again thing is kind of exciting. I mean, this is what a vacation's supposed to be, right? You're supposed mm. to vacate your life, do the unexpected, and you are definitely unexpected. This all sounded really wonderful till I became the cabana boy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like a bonus. Yeah? Yeah. Never meet me when I'm sober. Oh, deal. Oh, also, I should warn you. I'm not very good at this. This being? Um, sex. Okay, now, that cannot be true. N nevertheless, the guy that I lived with mentioned it once or twice, and a girl does not forget a comment like that. Not even me. <laughs> could I be? Oh. <laughs> Sex is pretty basic, mm. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, am I pretty much talking you out of this? Strangely, not at all. How do you feel about foreplay? I think it's overrated. Significantly overrated. You are quickly becoming one of the most interesting girls I've ever met.
yeah. Um, here is the only time I've believed that you know I would fuck him if he came. Or actually, what as the live Bernadette, please. Any a delivery man that came to your door and was offering, you'd probably do it. But say, do you know what I mean? Like, not even the talented Mr. Ripley when he's like, yeah. you know, gold that that <laughs> constant tan. Too too much. He's such a jackass. That, like, yeah. In that movie. Whereas, and I knew, and I love that I picked because it's such a Nancy Myers thing. Because I knew he can't be a bad guy. So even though he likes casual sex or whatever, which is fine, who doesn't? I, I, as soon as I heard, saw him on the phone and stuff, I thought, well, he can't have a girlfriend. It's like, I bet he's got secret kids. People mm. love that in movies, you know? <laughs> so you know the biggest so problem pretty. my wife had with that was the uh-huh. age of the girls and the fact that they have cell phones. They have their own phone lines already. And, like, one of them's like, three, four years old? I don't know. They're, they're tiny little kids. And it's like, was oh, it's Sophie. Oh, actual um, landlines. It was cell phones, was it? I'm guessing because it shows up as, you know, twice she catches the, the phone and she's like, it shows up as the name. And so I'm just like, oh. do they have their own numbers or something? What's what's going on here? Yes. Well, I guess it's the, you know, they need the, to see a female's name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I agree. I don't understand why people. Although. You know what irritates me about American films and, or actually even this in real life? People who have like six or seven year olds, or even young teens that have double or queen beds. No, no, no. Mm. I was forced to sleep in a single bed till I was like 18 years old, mate. You know, young kids do not need two beds. <laughs> and they've got their own, like, you know, fort, their own tent, yeah. they've, like a yeah. room just for the tent. They should be forced um, to t- suffer in little beds <laughs> until they're old enough to purchase a double or a queen or a king bed. Um, my mum did not want any chance of me fitting another person in that bed. Um, when I, was <laughs> I see. Playing the long game there as far as you'll, you'll figure it out. You'll have to... <laughs> My actual point, because I've completely lost track before I forget, was, as I say, while they're all very interesting and I think they fit their characters well, I've never seen a film where each couple has the least amount of chemistry ever, in my opinion. Like, it's only because they're so good in their roles that I believe they actually want to fuck. You're talking about Jude Law and Cameron Diaz? And the other two, and Jack Black. And I was like, I kind of like, I don't know if I really believe that you guys are into each other, but you're so good at your particular performances that I'm buying it. It's like natural chemistry and natural heat. Do you know how some actors, like, just have it as soon as you see each other? Um, I did not necessarily get that with this. But it's a testament to the film that I still believed in their relationships and was happy for them at the end. That They protect, I guess, Kate Winslet and or the audience um, from thinking Jack Black is not attractive enough for her by... He has this uh, girlfriend, I think it's Shannon Sossman, who's a... Like, that's yeah, a it's from Rules like of Attraction. The... The, like, you know, the mid 2000s and the, yeah. the night movie with uh, Heath Ledger. Like, it's oh, just yeah, she had like tale. a little brief yeah. moment. Yeah. Mm. I got um, excited when I saw her too. <laughs> <laughs> but she is there, I think, primarily to make us feel comfortable with Jack Black hanging out with Kate Winslet because we're like, well, he's not trying to fuck her because he's got this <laughs> other thing going on. And he's playing as such a nice guy. I think he even has a line uh, during one of the dinners with like the. Uh, older gentleman and his crew that he's like, nope, nope, I'm just a one-woman man. Like, you know, I just, I'm very domesticated. Like, I have a girlfriend, that's what I'm doing. And um, it's not until very, very late in the game, like the last five minutes of the movie where he asks Kate Winslet out. And it's like right before the awful white people wedding dancing that, you know, jump ahead to New New Year's. (laughs) So 
we don't really have to think too much. And I remember reading an interview with Nancy Myers and I think even Kate Winslet. Well, they they were basically like, I don't know if this was on the press junket. They were like trying to sell journalists on the fuckability of Jack Black. Like, no, 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 no. You, <laughs> he may not look like much, but believe you me, he's very charming, like incredibly charming. And I always felt like that was really defensive that they had to come out and say like, I'd, I'd fuck him, you know, if, you know, yeah. given X, Y, and Z, you know, that's sure. I would do it, yeah. but he's been, certainly I mean, not Jude Law. Then. No, he's like, not Jude Law. We don't have a scene where Jack Black stumbles in drunk and Kate Winslet's like, I'll fuck you. <laughs> you fancy that? <laughs> you want to stick around? It takes a while. Not only that, I'm going to just let you piss in this house. Like, that was weird. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, just piss outside, mate. Like, <laughs> why do you have to come inside to use the toilet? I'm actually doing this shit. <laughs> yeah, they they kind of breeze through the fact that, uh, well, even from his point of view, it's a completely strange woman. Who is this woman answering his yeah, sister's door? Like, like, <laughs> it's like the opposite of barbarian. Like, come in, use the toilet. I don't know who you are. <laughs> Um, <laughs> not only that, it's, you know, it's, it's before we knew all these, um, bad, you know, became obsessed with true crime and were suspicious mm-hmm. about it. The good old days when you just let some random good looking drunk man. He's just openly toilet. drunk and he's like, yeah, I just, you know, like I kiss strange women all the time. Like I'm down for it. Like he's, he's putting, there's no attempt to make uh, this person comfortable with him. He's just like, I'm just going to. Crash here. Get me a blanket, will you? I know where the yeah, blankets yeah, are me- in this place. <laughs> it's my sister's house. Even though they look nothing alike. Like, come on. It's like Jude Lauren I'm like, that's just, they do not look like brother and sister. But anyway, you know, no, what do I know no. about genetics? He's um, also incredibly thing, tan in this. Yeah. Given, you know, the climate. <laughs> uh, that kind of which- bothered me. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that excited me, Edward Burns sighting. Do you remember when he was a big deal? Do you remember the nineties mm. when he was making a string of films as a director he and writer? To, he got to be in Saving Private Ryan. You know, he got a couple of big other directors' movies. It wasn't just his uh, mm. little Irish romantic junk, I guess, that he made. Like yeah. actually, I, I, so, I really enjoyed his films when they were out. But what's happened to him? I saw he had a TV show, but it looked terrible. So this this may I don't know if it'll freak you out or just you know increase our sort of kinship. But uh, during the pandemic <laughs> no i i don't know if i wish or not on that regard but i end up watching uh it wasn't the brothers mcmullen it was the one mm. with uh, jennifer aniston and i believe cameron diaz um she's the one that's what i watched yes yeah, and the i one. caught it on some sort of streaming platform and i had the same thought as you and i'm like what the fuck where'd he go what happened to this dude yeah. and so i get jennifer online and cameron diaz in his indie films and then all of a sudden he's where <laughs> Well, I found a book that he wrote. I think it's called Independent Ed. <laughs> it's basically like, here's what happened to me. Like, had a couple financial bombs, got all these uh, celebrities in it, didn't take. And then basically Hollywood said, we're not going to give you as much money anymore. So he kept making little independent movies starring himself and like actors that want to work for him. But it was actually a pretty interesting book because he was pretty honest. Oh. was like, yeah, I got a pretty good shot. If you have a couple misses, then yeah. you don't get let back in the circus anymore. And even say? someone who's got that voice and, you know, is a handsome dude, mm. um, he just, uh, I mean, hell, Jim from The Office is in this. And, yes. like, this had to be like right <laughs> at the early point of The Office days. And uh, my wife would hate to hear this because <laughs> she has a big crush on uh, John Krasinski. But you look at him and you look at Ed Burns. And if you just saw The Holiday and you're like, okay, which of these two would go on? <laughs> to like leading man status and would be like an action hero. 
You would think it would be Ed Burns. You'd be like, oh, that's the one that moved on. And yeah. nope, just didn't happen. And an, and an acclaimed director of The Quiet Place or whatever it was called. <laughs> right, um, right. Yeah. Well, he's got a bad haircut. See, that's what bad haircuts do in Jim, um, his name, Krasinski in this. He's got very bad haircuts. But it's the Jim haircut. It's Jim it from is, The is Office. It? See, haircut. I didn't, I didn't yeah. really watch The Office. I have to admit, the American. I've watched like the first few seasons once when I was sick, but it didn't really... So if you were on dating apps over here, I think you would have to have like office quotes or memes. You would have to be like on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it's a, it's a, it's still big here. It's big with people that are like the, I didn't go to family Christmases because I was sick, but like, uh, Thanksgiving, uh, kid, like, um, one of my wife's like cousins that's in high school Mm. and he knew all the office episodes and he had to be like four when they were airing on television so even it's even transcended like sort of down to the younger generation so i i wish i could uh, take a screenshot of your face right now like you're so disturbed (laughs) the american offices a beer at 10 30 a.m and then having a (laughs) that's the meme that go that australians uh would, would go for we have that here i think the office is quite popular here just not with me so when pe- that's the reason I think I didn't connect to The Office as much when I watched it so late on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Even I'd seen all the memes and st- do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. you feel like you're it. exposed to it. And then when you watch it, I enjoyed it, but I felt like I'd already watched the best few seasons, like the first two or three seasons are meant to be the best, aren't they? So I was like, I'm not really interested in continuing <laughs> for another eight seasons. Um, yeah, no, it's in an I office meme to probably- the... A bit more here. The guy who won't listen oh, to our I? podcast. See if he gets see if he get a response to that. He probably would. That's a problem. I'm, I'm not. I'm not feeling. He's giving me white nerd vibes. And while that, while that has been unfortunately my go-to man, um, <laughs> for all my life, not just most recent. I'm really trying to. I'm trying to diversify. And mm, yeah. So it's a, yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm don't gonna send it off this meme. Okay. Is there a particular meme that is that is oh, popular? Okay, I'll, I'll try and find like the most popular office meme, send it and see what response I get. <laughs> your phone I'll just reveal. Start blowing up. It's just gonna be yeah. vibrating across. It's the gonna desk. be like shit. She's the one, man. <laughs> I've been waiting for this office meme. Send me your podcast link. <laughs> All right, I will. I will try to be a little bit professional here, since uh, Violent Night is the new movie, so it deserves a mention. Um, I did not enjoy this, like at all. Is this our our Santa Claus? Yeah, it is. To whom am I speaking? Well, for tonight, I'm Mr. Scrooge. Now, what is it that you want exactly, Santa? I want you to put down your weapons. I want you to let this family go. And then I want to find my reindeer and I want to continue delivering my presents. All right, who the hell are you really, huh? Some security guard who's watched too many action flicks. Some loser ex-cop stuck in a mall playing dress up with fat kids pissing on your lap. Stop me when I get it right. It's a little more complicated than that. Not to me, it's not. Because I'm going to make it my personal mission, my holiday to-do list, to find you and to end you. That is it terrible thing to want for Christmas. Maybe you and I should discuss that in person. Santa Claus is coming. Uh, it's clearly like, you know, and I've, I've heard that it was like sort of a diehard-ish thing, except Santa is the John McClane role. He gets, 
he gets trapped in the house when he's, I guess, eating cookies and delivering presents and there's <laughs> terrorists and military people and whatnot and rich assholes that you don't care for. But I don't, I don't know. I think I'm also tired of like, and I hate rich people, um, <laughs> but I don't feel like in the horror genre that's usually done with the mean spiritedness that I require to watch, I guess, yes. rich people be executed. Um, this goes back to your next, which is almost a decade old at this point yeah. that I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed yeah, that. I love that movie. Yeah. Um, I liked, um, I feel like, you're not, that was pretty that's good. Another thought, okay, yeah. That's another one. Okay. That's another one. Um, and that, I can't remember the actress's name. Is it Samara Samara Weaving? Samara she's in Weaving. Babylon. Yes, she, she, she is. And she's, there's Briefly, a, she I has think. a scene with Margot Robbie <laughs> and I've heard people confuse the two of them. So I felt like that was like a pointed in joke. Yeah, it's like yeah, we're going to put both of them on there. <laughs> Both Australian. Um, but this, this, this ain't it. This didn't do it for me. This has rich assholes and it shoves a meaning of Christmas thing in there that I'm just like, I don't know. I just, I was not amused, I guess. <laughs> I, guess I was unsure because I had no, until you mentioned that you were going to see it, I wasn't really being so far away from my local cinema place, I had to like travel quite far to go and see it. Oh, but no. I was thought, you know, Christmas, you know, why not to see, you know, I haven't seen a Christmas movie at the cinema mm -hmm. in a long time. And people that I, I mean, films that I don't care about being spoiled. I didn't think this would be, you know, something that <laughs> would be uh, uh, something you want to keep uh, non-spoiler territory. So I read a few reviews of people that I sort of trust and one lot, one, a few of them liked it quite a bit, and the others really didn't. So I was like, mm, it's interesting. Like, what am I? It's got a high Rotten Tomato score. It's 73%. Yeah, here. yeah. And yeah. I'd have to say, my thoughts were if it was on TV on Christmas Eve, I'd leave it on, like, probably if I was drinking and on my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> um, mostly, for <laughs> mostly for David Harbour because I like him and I find him sexually attractive especially with that dad bod and all the tats. So I was like, hmm, this is Santa. So, okay, so this is you diversifying a little bit because he's, he's yes. a, sort of a big, he's beefy cold. guy. Oh, yes. Please, God, I don't believe in you, but send me someone that looks like that, please. Um, <laughs> Lotto God, that's get, what I say. You're going to get Jim from The Office is what you're going to get. <laughs> well, at least Jim from The Office is tall. Um, <laughs> he is tall, gangly, tall. Yeah, he's not. He you wasn't know, yet in a Michael Bay movie, so yeah. No, 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 no. I want a nice fatty. Where are all the fatties on the dating apps? Uh, so very do annoying. You, do you like this actor though? Because I only know him. I from, do. Like, I actually do like David Harbour as an actor quite okay. a bit, but just in terms of, like, I like all of his before Stranger Things. Obviously, everyone. That's the thing that now is synonymous with him for better or worse. See, that's probably. all I really know him from, and I've never really? even watched Stranger some, Things. Yeah. I just know the image of him as like He's the sheriff or something. Like, I bet you, if if you actually looked at his IMDb, you'd be like, oh, yes. He's done mostly like kind of smaller parts in things. I remember I really liked him in, is it Revolutionary Road? I love that movie. Oh, He's he was the one in that? that Kate okay. Winslet has an affair with, be a friend. Ooh, the unfortunate uh, car yes, sex I, sequence. Yeah, that's yeah. him. Oh no! That's him. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's in yeah, he's in a fair few different films, like where he's just sort of like the supporting um, player, but but does it well. So I guess it, when he was cast in uh, Stranger Things, I was like, oh yeah, I find him cute. Like I'm interested to see. And then I love, I just love him in Stranger Things. Like I know it's so cliche to say that, but I do. And in 
in this movie, he's basically just the same character in a Santa suit. Like, <laughs> yeah, he may as well. Just like, and we, and so I guess that's where the, the the minimalist enjoyment that I got out of this movie was just him as a presence. Um, and I kind of just wish it was just about him, like shooting the shit at the bar, or um, a bit more about his sort of as they allude to a backstory of how he became Santa. It was like a Viking sort of like... or. Viking, like yeah. warrior, like. And I thought know, but... to myself, this sounds interesting. Like, let me know. <laughs> I don't care about this family and the the little. I mean, the little girl's cute, but not cute enough. It's not Macaulay Culkin level cute. Um, that's that's lightning in a bottle this. type stuff. Yeah. There, <laughs> you're not going to get this again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and yeah, the family's just so like it's it's they're annoying and privileged. Uh, but almost like not even enough. Do you know what? Like, it, it, if the film really wanted to be like Die Hard um, as a Christmas film, then it needed to push it so much further than it does. Like, is it PG thirteen? I assume in the US, is it? Um, I think or is it R rated? Really? I, I think because so. I, was, I don't really remember much in the way. I didn't of, like, think it was that violent at all. Like, yeah. I was kind. Of, I mean, there's some interesting kills, I guess, if you want to call them interesting. You know interesting but the way mm-hmm. it was shot i'm just i'm i'm appalled at the way it was shot because half the time you can't even see what's going on like mm. i know that it's nighttime but usually you can actually film something like i feel like the way it was shot so dimly was to try and control some of the violent like to make it not mm. seem as violent as it was and I it did feel that. like they were writing the line like they didn't know if they were going to go pg-13 or yeah. r like they were leaving yeah. their like, options you don't see any blood no red right. You know, like, and it's like it's a fucking Christmas movie, and you're you're making a a violent Santa Santa movie. This thing should be dripping with bright blood and bruises and all that sort of stuff. And it was so the only thing I know about this filmmaker. Apparently, I've seen one of his films, which is something called Dead Snow. Um, is that the one with the uh, Hawkeye? Yeah, Jeremy Renner. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I watched that. Um, but yeah, Dead Snow, I remember the cover uh, was like a Nazi zombie head that was decapitated with its eyes open. And I think that was the, it was almost sold as if it was a video game, something that oh, you really? would pop in and play on PS3 or something. Um, and I think I only watched like 20 minutes of it. So I don't really know uh, anything about uh, Tommy Wakola. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. I don't know what the Norwegian pronunciation <laughs> is, but that's what it looks like to me. Um it just, I don't know. It doesn't have any, like you said, it doesn't have any style to it. It's, it's just, mm-hmm. um, they're really hanging their hat on that premise of badass Santa. And mm-hmm. at this point, you know, in 2022, have we not seen enough of these? Like it's Christmas, but this one's for the adults. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. Like you, you mentioned in our conversations off mic, like, uh, Krampus and yeah, we've yeah. had, you know, slasher movies set over the yeah, holidays. I, I don't I don't, I don't think that's night. a selling point anymore. No. And or if it is, if like the the Santa character is the sort of selling point of it, then David Harbour's wasted in an action film then like because for him, he's the person the, then it needs to be more of a character driven thing with some action. Um because that's where I he, never could he excels. Understand there's often there's sometimes in the film where Santa is scared of these humans mm. with guns, and then other times where he's like <laughs> this mean, mythical, 
Norse God or something <laughs> like where he's just going to hit them hard with the stick. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, it's like the film doesn't really know from scene to scene, like, yeah. should he be in peril or not? Or is he going to yeah. twitch his nose, like, you know, bewitched and then fly yeah. up the chimney again? And then you've got sort of the the gang of people um, led by yeah. um, John, uh, what's his name again? God, it's off my tongue. He's in the menu Michael as well. Thomas. I'm like, oh, this is a, <clears throat> that's the one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like him usually on screen, but in this, just miscast, in my opinion, as he, as I think he was in the menu a bit. Like I didn't really, I felt like he, he there's something, there's something earnest about him that I I find it hard to believe he's an asshole. Like he probably is an asshole, mm, but that's a nice compliment I, to pay this guy on I mean? a, like, a terrible fucking performance. You yeah. suck, but it's because you you must be a decent person. Well, I saw his like one man show or whatever when I was in New York. Maybe that's him, and because I feel like I, I learned a little bit about him as a person. Now, whenever I see him, I just feel like I don't believe he was this like you know Steve Steven Seagal type actor. Wash this is there in the menu, go. not in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same in this, where he kind of has a backstory of hating Christmas for I can't even remember the reason. Ugh. Some Ugh. some reason. God, <laughs> you know, people make fun of uh, Nancy Myers and like you know, Cameron Diaz and her quest to cry, but I felt <laughs> like that at least fits in the holiday. Whereas the you know leader of this terrorist organization having ill will towards the idea of Christmas is just oh god just and trash. I don't care. All of their, he gives all of them Christmas names. All of his, oh, his oh. you know. Uh, this might and, as well have been like a PlayStation game. You know, this is. I mean, that's what it felt like. It just... would have been a good PlayStation. Game. <laughs> Oh. All my future dates would run to buy that off the shelf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be like, come on. We're going beefy, Bernadette. We're not going beefy. with the gangly dorks. Beefy. <laughs> Maybe I need to like go <laughs> to restaurants where they sell like huge burgers or like where people eat lots of food. 